bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. All right, here it is, 602 in the Mile High City. It is the Modern Eater Show right here on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olst. And a big show today. Hey, what's going on, Jay? Not a whole lot, Greg. Uh, my belly's still full from uh, last night, and I'm sure we'll get to that. But uh, good day. A little rainy, so it's awesome. Yeah, good dinner to Brucey's last night, and we will talk about that. Chef Nikki Olst, how are you doing, darling? I'm good. I'm trying to hear myself, and it's not working out right now. I will figure that out. You can hear us. You can hear us. You don't need to mess with the technology right now. Next segment is going to be cool. Colorado Proud and Wendy White, she'll join us at 6.15. That'll be fun. Uh, Looking forward to talking to them about, uh, you see the uh, inside grocery store, Colorado Proud. You see it everywhere, Mm -hmm. right? What does it mean? Mm -hmm. Why is it there? Right. What's it about? Right. We'll figure it out. We're about yeah. to find all that out. Next segment. That'll be cool. And uh, our own Chef Nikki Olsen, she has a tie to Colorado Proud. That's right. Well. we'll check all of that out. Everybody had a great week. Uh, Jay and I out and about. We're putting together this micro brew fest. 50 brewers, September 23rd. Uh, we might have bitten off more than we can <laughs> chew on this thing. Uh, but what a great place. Teamed up with the Denver Taco uh, Fest people. Mm-hmm. And they have a great piece of land right behind the crafty fox on 39th and fox street uh yes nikki that's where it's gonna be yeah oh good how wonderful and we did we actually did the broadcast from the taco fest so we're familiar with the location which is one of the reasons greg and i fell in love with the idea of doing a beer fest there and uh a lot of work a lot more work than i think people realize when putting it together but it should be uh, a blast and uh feature a lot of colorado uh craft beer you'll be hearing a lot of that uh coming up and ticket giveaways galore but four hours unlimited pours and some cool technology and in the drinker show in the next hour you'll hear about this uh, technology. Um, we'll talk to Kyle Moyer in uh, Booze in the News, and we'll talk about um, Micro Brew Fest that'll be coming up on September 23rd. Looking forward to that. A Brewsheets, a Brewsheets Fire and Wine uh, last night. We So, Nikki, get Wait, this. where was my invite last night? Well, you know what's funny is we uh-huh, we Greg's talked face. about it, and we talked uh-huh. about it, and it was yeah. like, did you? And I said, no. He said, did you? And I was like... You guys say I never come. I know. You don't invite me. Well, here, listen, we figured Friday night, Nikki's doing something fun. She's a mover and shaker. We had a concert. We We didn't want to slow you down. Whatever, Chef. I did not go out until 9 p.m. for a a birthday party last night, which is late for me. (laughs) Yeah, 9 p.m. We were were out uh, past 10. We were still at a Brucey's after 10, still hanging out and and sitting by uh, by their fireplace. No, there were people there when we left, and I even made comment to uh marvin williams who's turning out to be the coolest guy in the world yeah, he's great. uh i made a comment to him i said it must be nice to see uh people in here still uh i think the dining part was kind of over but hanging out having a cocktail sitting on the patio they have a fireplace on the inside I, he was like uh, yeah he's like uh, it's awesome yeah so they made a move and i wish i had the address in front of me can you that's punch my that fault. yeah can I you do that uh, so westminster that's that's where they were before a brucey's yes and now they're out in golden right yeah yeah, well, it seems like Golden to me, but I yeah. think it's considered Lakewood. 
Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on Youngsfield, I know yeah, that much. Yeah. They're out at uh, 22, if you want, here we go, okay. 2200 Youngsfield Street in uh, Lakewood. Okay. It's technically it's Lakewood, but beautiful, beautiful location. Brand new building. Yeah. I mean, j- uh, brand. Grand, yeah, ground, ground up. I've seen that. And they're, they're just, I mean, they're cutting their own road. They're doing things. That, and I love people like that. It's like, uh, you know, normal, uh, par, no, uh, we're going to do. So Italian restaurant, you, and you know, they have a portion dedicated gluten-free. Which is great. Right? right? Uh, which is a, unbelievable we, for an Italian restaurant yeah. and that they actually have honed this niche in to where, uh, it's a very viable place for gluten-free folks, uh, lifestylers, what what have you, um, to go there and actually have a dedicated portion of the kitchen gluten-free. Not an easy thing, Nikki. Not a very, not as, as easy you thing. Well it's know. a very expensive thing. And so the building a building brand new, that's probably great that they were able to do that. And uh, at the same time, their facility, their restaurant, right? Big, wide open space, uh, large patio. It looks like it could, you could really run this patio pretty much year round because of the. Uh, uh, what, what's going on here? What, what are we doing? Nothing. We we can't do this during the we break. We can do this during the break for sure. Um, Stupid live radio. <laughs> Stupid live radio. <laughs> no, no, no man, it's master uh, live radio and, and the layout. So here's the deal. You go in. It, it's it's brand spanking new. Like I said, they have a, quite a bit of employees in there. Do they? Like, I mean, there had to have been 25. There was but they're doing that night. great thing, right? No tipping. It, and I know it. I wanted to talk about that as well. Uh, no tipping. Right. And so you, you kind of um, put a, put an eye on people. You know, are you pulling your weight? Sure. Who's doing this? Who? It looked like a big happy family running, and i know the shine is still on the apple yeah i know that i know you know but they've been doing that they said for a couple years now right two years for a while now and um if it's any indication of the way things are going i think that uh, the uh, you know listen i no tipping it, it, and built in now what do they call the service, service charge? no hospitality they, no. charge right a hospitality charge yeah. they, listen this is the way that i look at it like they it's 20 percent is what it is mm-hmm. right so in my mind and the way i look at it for being a career restaurant guy is that is my tip it, but i like the built-in cost you no, know, I because know. I see entrees that go all over the place in the you know you you've got one that's going for twenty four, mm-hmm. one for nine. So if I see one for twenty four, in my mind, I'm already adding the twenty percent right. to it. Sure. When you don't do that, it's like a cost that's not there in my mind. And, but I'm a little pinhead, you know, so I don't know. Uh, it feels good though, I, I and bet. I think that's part of the thing, just feeling good about. Uh, what you're doing and what you're getting. Yeah, at. I mean, I think the only the only time, and we talked to Marvin, and he said he, you know, he has the pop up issues a lot of times, and and mostly it's almost like it, it, the people that don't uh, get down with it very well are people that it's like a control thing for them, and it's I don't like you deciding yeah. what I would tip sure. and so on and so forth. He says for the most part, though, everybody, I mean, it, it just it, it, it works, you know, but it works because of the employees understanding what's going on, you know, and that it is this is a, an entirely team or oriented uh, service i could see um somebody who just walks in there you know hey there's an, a, a spot let's go eat there a little confusing mm-hmm. maybe a bit is it you can sit anywhere or is there a hostess hostess okay. oh absolutely sure. mm-hmm. i mean a, a fine dining as far yeah. as i'm concerned which is it went a long ways from their uh uh checkered tablecloths mm-hmm. uh, at the, at the were, old right? spot to where they are now so um and met, the met the owner jeff 
How's the food? Wait, uh, let me tell you about the food. Delicious. Uh, their dishes were uh, off the hook good. Now, I went to a family-style uh, Italian restaurant locally and i'm mm-hmm. not gonna say because i didn't enjoy the you know if you don't have anything oh, yeah. great to say didn't enjoy the fa- it just seemed bulk it seemed like uh and then we, well and then they also said um we we don't our chefs are finicky they don't like you to change up the menu well they don't want you to change up the menu because everything's built in bulk the, everything at a brucey's is made to order that's great and that's so wonderful. good mm-hmm Mm-hmm. You know, it was deli- here's Nikki. Here's what we had because you asked about the food. So we had a a, a salmon penne oh. that had asparagus and tomatoes and uh, you know a few other things I can't remember. Uh, we did the rigatoni with meat sauce. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, I guess, their home run uh, dish delicious. off the menu. And uh, what else? Uh, we had uh, John uh, Irvin's uh, gluten free bread. Oh, so with, John like, Irvin went with, with us with his wife Peg, and we yeah. thought, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, now. Oh, wait, no. before you get. And here's here's what the deal was is it was going to be one of these kind of things to where John Irvin supplies from gluten-free things to to a Brucey's and so we we're going to take John out as a and, and it was supposed to be but Peg showed so Peg and, and hey listen nothing Peg she's invited to wherever she wants to go didn't expect her though so we thought it was just going to be Jay myself and John uh-huh yeah, a, because if we knew, <laughs> Nikki, we would have invited you. We just didn't want you. You know, guys talk about guy stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I live in a kitchen. It's our fault. We 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 I'm will forever invite you. And I I genuinely feel bad about that. As soon as you said or I brought up John, or you're like uh, I was. I knew we were in trouble. But uh, moving right along, so we had John Irvin's gluten free bread, which was delicious. And it was this garlic and butter uh, dipping sauce where they bake. Hungry. So we take pictures of everything, right? Yeah. And so guess uh, guess what Jay decides to put up on our Instagram? There's, there's going to be more. Dishes. I didn't want to Be- saturate it. Beautiful there's going to be more. He puts garlic knots up. Well, it gets it like to a, a million likes. Yeah, because garlic knots are yummy. They were delicious. And it was and a good picture because yeah. I'm not very artistic, you know. So when I get a good angle, I like to flaunt it, you know. And the other ones will be do, up. Do they tip the bartenders? Oh, that's a good question. I bet you they don't. They don't. No, everything. I'll booze it up right there. Everything's lumped in. Now, you are afforded the ability, if you so choose, to drop a couple of dollars down. And and they'll they'll get that respect. Yes, they'll get that respected money. They don't necessarily uh, promote it. Yeah. But they don't, uh, they don't, what's, uh, I should have went to college. Hey, I'm following They they won't tell you you can't do it. Right. Well, in, right, in Danny Meyer's group in New York, they've, a lot of his restaurants are going to this way, and they like will not allow you to add extra tip or cash down. Or I mean, basically, it's twenty percent. You know, so you don't have to. I mean, twenty percent right. is industry standard. Or what if you get decent to mediocre service? In my mind, mediocre because I don't care. I want to go back and eat there right now. Right Can now, right it's now? delicious. That's, it's delicious. Well, the atmosphere, everything amazing. was a home run. I mean, Wendy really White's was. next, Colorado Proud. Once she's and done, then we we're going to pack it up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Maybe we'll, all, we'll take here. Wendy down there. We'll go down to a Brucey's and. Uh, well, we better invite every because everybody's getting mad at us. I'm not a, mad, you guys. Oh. Pictures the on uh, that counts. Uh, check your voicemail. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There, <laughs> you went to Cart Driver. I went to Cart Driver last night for our 40th birthday party, and the night before, their late night happy hour is amazing. They have five dollar pizzas and oysters and delightful. Someone delightful. turned forty, and they were out at nine p.m. Uh, that's when the party started. Yeah. What? Yeah, and we had this amazing ice cream cake. Boy, they were sweet cow. If kicking you ever need ice cream cake, kicking and screaming, going into their forties. Yeah. And then my party's not till nine. I know. <laughs> 
Because they were at dinner and mountain biking. They had a big day. Though. Mountain biking? Yeah. Dana's oh, husband turned tired. 40. Dana's husband turned 40? Yeah. Oh, okay. Happy birthday, Dana's yeah. husband. Oh, and congrats to uh, Chef Jeff yeah, Jabot. Got married today. Tied yeah. the knot. Getting uh, hitched. He's probably like kind of in the, you know... It's still in the hitched mode. I think they're still partying a little bit over a bruise. Out of brewery, he got married at Brews Beers. Well, you know he Which picked is- the right woman. <laughs> you know that. If she signs on for a brewery wedding, then the you know home run. Well, <laughs> so very cool that Brews Beers hosted them today. But they have a great area mm-hmm. uh, outside there, that community garden. And I bet it was a beautiful place. Lovely, yeah. And not too hot today because of our weather. To get married. But it's probably lovely. In that garden area, you know, I love any time urban gardening. And Jay always laughs at my jalapenos that I'm growing on my jalapeno. We gotta have a jalapeno conversation. It's a jalapeno. Well, if it's more than one jalapeno, well, I didn't see more than one jalapeno <laughs> on there. It's like it's like this poor little spice rack that he has. It's so depressing that he takes so much pride in. And then it's it looks like that that, that this jalapeno plant can barely hold up. Here's what I'll this tell little you. Tiny, this I little planted jalapeno. a jalapeno plant and I can't get it to bud a jalapeno pepper at all. I have tomatoes and Cuban Cubanels coming. I have. Lettuce, but I cannot get a jalapeno to grow right now. I have three plants, and every week I get one off each one. Yeah, so I don't know what else to tell you. Are you making them into tacos like we that. talked about a and couple delicious, weeks ago? Delicious, delicious. It's one of those. It's one of those things where when you see it in real life, you're like, uh, oh, like what? You know, and you, he like he'll put pictures up on social, and it looks beautiful. And he has this angle, and the sun is reflecting off of it. It takes you, a lot out of that little it, plant to put to it, put out a jalapeno. It does. And then you see them in real life, and you're like, oh man, how many filters? were on those pictures <laughs> like what how do you how do you do that you should be in film not radio oh, forget you yeah forget you. um i also went to frosca this week and uh bobby stuckey wasn't there friend of the show but the food was amazing so we had we had frosca on uh frosca boulder right yeah and in boulder. It, they have a spot there opened up down here right? it's opening in a couple weeks tavernetta is opening i want to go weeks. jay on, on that I want to be in. Who is it? That one. Where are we going? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah, no, I am. I was thinking about how, uh, you know, uh, we were so uh, 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 shameful to not invite uh, Nikki to Brucey's. Oh, and then I didn't And then she's spitting the off all these restaurants yeah, she yeah, just yeah, went yeah, to. And I, it's that's like, a good point. I, 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 okay, I missed well, a text on that. Officially, I'll tell you that Frasca was a girl's. There was only, it was a girl's mm, going so away. So double dinner. standard. That's okay. They that's exist for a, a reason. Double standard. Well, I'm just saying, guys' night out is like, well, that's not cool, but a girl's night out is, you know, okay. It was radio show stuff. I don't know what that means, but I just wanted to point that out. No big deal. How was dinner at Frasca Bolt? I mean, amazing. it was incredible. They right? do a wine dinner. This uh, lovely man from Italy came, and they do these wines in Italy, and he has a place in Telluride, so we got to talk to, I think his name was Paula. And uh, the course wines it were was. great. Wait, did he have dinner with you? No, he like goes to every table. Oh, uh, he it's does. like their wine dinner on okay. Monday nights, and it was four courses, and we had this salted stracciatella ice cream at the end. It was quite lovely. Love. And their Frico Caldo up there is to die for. Which is a potato Frico, and cheese that's Frico fried. caldo? Yeah. Okay. Potato and cheese fried. It's really quite heavenly. Sounds delicious. Sounds like agra and potatoes to me. Pretty much, yeah. Well, but really yeah. crispy. and <laughs> Not when you call it Frico. Frico caldo. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Frico caldo. Si. So what do you think si. uh, of next? It, we'll do this in the next segment. I, and I like this a lot because I am one that really uh, enjoys knowing where I'm sourcing mm-hmm. my food from. And what I'm getting, where it comes. But... Um, do you know where you're getting your your produce? Your unless you're growing it, unless you have a balcony full of uh, that's right, jalapeno full, full of jalapeno. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, you know one of the things that we see all the time is Colorado Proud, 
and it's not to everybody and i think everybody it relates with colorado proud because if you're a coloradan and you live here even if you're a transplant you love the state mm-hmm. and we have mm-hmm. the opportunity to have such a wide variety mm-hmm. of um farmers that do so many great things but they're unnoticed mm-hmm. and connecting um ourselves to our produce and and this faces I, I don't know much about it, but I'm, we're going to learn about it, and it's going to be up next. Greg Allenbeck, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olst. It is the Modern Eater Show right here on iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash themoderneater. Hey, it's Greg Hollenbach for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hot dogs! Get your Billy's Gourmet hot dogs! Hot dogs for grown-ups and kids alike! Awesome homemade sausages! Get your Billy's Gourmet hot dogs! Billy's Gourmet hot dogs. 100% single-sourced meat. Never any artificial flavors or coloring. And always hormone-free. Experience the best dogs you'll ever eat. Just two blocks from Coors Field. A perfect place to sit on a sun-filled out door patio and grab a beer and dog before a game billy's gourmet hot dogs.com all right back to the eater show momentarily but right now it's jeff work and a plus beverage solutions here's the deal the guy's been in the business 20 years what business installing tap lines and it just doesn't uh begin and end there he does installation he does maintenance he does refrigeration uh he's just the guy that everybody he's most trusted man in the business i am absolutely positive about this because the feedback wherever we go whether it's a brewery a bar a restaurant jeff rourke's had his hands in whatever he's doing efficiency a plus beverage solutions it says it all you want an a plus report card on your draft lines efficiency is everything when it comes to pouring beer uh if you're cheaping out if you're cutting corners if you're pouring foam you're doing yourself and your customers a disservice if you're pouring foamy beer what are you doing jay you're pouring your money down the drain don't pour your money down the drain get a hold of jeff rourke and get that a plus on your draft system 720-272-3809 720-272-3809 it's jeff rourke in a plus beverage solutions daniel asher with the edible beats restaurant group and i'm tuned in and loving modern eater 
Well, thank you, Daniel. That's quite the uh, compliment. Daniel Asher right there. And talk about someone who um, just does a lot uh, with uh, produce and mm-hmm. growing food and and uh, Edible Beats Restaurant Group. That's a fantastic thing. Greg Hollenbeck, Chef Nikki Olson, Jay Parker. Here's what we're doing right now. This is cool. Uh, Colorado Proud. You see it all the time. We need to introduce her to the show, a spokesperson for Colorado Proud. Wendy White, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Good to see you. What a... Just bright smile just <laughs> brightens up the room. I love it. Um, Colorado Proud. We'll start there at the beginning. What is it? Well, Colorado Proud's been around since 1999. It's a program of the Colorado Department of Agriculture, and our whole mission is to educate the public about what Colorado grows and produces, and it really promotes food and ag products that are grown, raised, or processed right here in Colorado. Uh, where was the disconnect? Well, I mean, why do we need such a thing? And, and why is um, Colorado agri- agriculture doing this? We really have to think about, uh, you know, where our food comes from and who is producing it. And when fewer than 2% of America's population are, are producing uh, food on farms and ranches, where there's a big disconnect between consumers today ever having experience on a farm or ranch. So they no longer have a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle that they've been to a farm or taken their kids to a farm. Um, but we're really seeing people want to get back to that and have that connection and learn from farmers and ranchers. And that's what's so exciting that uh, we can help share that information and put them in touch so they can learn about Colorado agriculture. Uh, Colorado agriculture, very interesting thing all in itself because we have such a wide array of um, things that we produce. And, you know, I, I guess I'm thinking, what was the, the, the climate of the culture, what, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago to where we just go to the grocery store and la-di-da, there's, there's what we get. We pick it out and there was really no need to connect with where we got our food. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of the progression here. Yeah, well, and, and people really want to have that connection. I mean, when Colorado Proud started, it was it was enough to identify it as a Colorado product. But now they want to know everything behind those products. You know, who grew the f- food and how was it produced? How was it raised? How was it grown? Uh, who are the farming and ranching families behind the food that ends up on their plates? And that's really exciting for us to share those stories. And that's what our, our campaign about uh, the faces and stories of Colorado agriculture this August is all about. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna get into that campaign, and I'm really interested in in hearing about it. You said a lot in in just a couple of sentences there. Um, not only sourcing, but how it's grown, uh, the integrity of the food, the sustainability of the food. Uh, those are all things that tie into where people are very aware of that right now. Is, is there a, a consumer demand that has a, a status quo that's at a certain spot right now for consumers, not only in Colorado, but beyond when it comes to produce? Yeah, I think they're just really actively looking for local products and having that connection. And that's where we come in to, to help them with that, that information. And I, I think it's exciting to see consumer interest in local products. And it's not just a fad and it's not something we're just seeing in Colorado, but nationwide. And it's, uh, you know, at the grocery store, at the farmer's markets, at restaurants, um, chefs becoming farmers themselves. So we're just really seeing this increasing movement in local products. And the wonderful thing about Colorado, too, is it provides the choice that consumers demand. So we have producers producing um, organic and natural and conventional and all of those kinds of things that consumers are looking for. Chef Nikki, you're into this, huh? I am into this. How are you tied in? 
So I am lucky enough to be doing a lunch with Colorado Proud next week. I'm sorry, this coming week, yeah. Wednesday, uh, at Union Station. We're doing a 65-seated lunch uh, using, I would say, 98% all Colorado Proud products. Absolutely. Down from the butter to the eggs to the short ribs to the beets that we found at the farmer's market today. Um, all of the things. Uh, and they've been the farmers themselves have been delivering, which has been great to see them and meet them and speak with them briefly and... So we have melons coming in, and we're doing some great stuff. Ashley, the sous chef at Union Station, is going to be doing some awesome things with the salad, crispy beets, and pickled watermelon rind, and some fun stuff. So I got tapped to help with this lunch, so I'm pretty excited to help them out and uh, hear more. They are having a panel there with some farmers, I believe, which would yeah. be really cool to meet them in person and listen to that kind of stuff. Because I think it's important for people to know, A, where their food comes from, B, that your food has a face, whether it's the farmer or the actual animal that is there and uh, and see how we can promote that and keep buying properly. What, what I mean, what's what's the vetting process? How do you yeah. be, how how can you become Colorado proud? How do you get that uh, moniker or that label? It's really simple and it's free. That's what I oh, like to tell. Yeah. It's a free program that we offer at the Department of Agriculture to help farmers, ranchers, and food manufacturers. So, if there are um, producers out there who are growing, raising, manufacturing a food product in Colorado, uh, they can visit our ColoradoProud.org website. There's a link that they can join online, develop a free online business profile check the box and then uh, we work with them to make sure that they're uh, qualified for the program and let them use the logo and we have now over 2400 members That's across great. the state uh, who are a part of the program and utilizing the logo so we can help educate Colorado consumers. Uh, so I hear little birdies in my ear that are saying okay well it, it, does that say, mean that you're non-GMO does that mean you're organic is there any kind of th w w what does that really mean to us other than you're Colorado and you signed up for this label and Colorado Proud is a geographic identifier so we're our goal is to help uh, promote local products that are grown raised or processed in the state and we do have a lot of uh, members who are organic and we do have a Colorado organic part of the Colorado Proud program so we have a special logo for those uh, for those products um, and then we really rely on the members themselves to tell their stories and to share that information with their customers about the things that they do uh, whether it's organic natural non-gmo uh, whatever it may be so the honor system it is Okay. I mean, listen, that's probably the best system that's right. ever come about in this world that Especially we've had here. You're going to join that community of 2,400 people, right? Right. They're going to hold you accountable. And it's really exciting because over the years, we've had very few instances of people misusing the logo. And people really in this industry are excited to promote themselves as being from Colorado. Um. So, as I, as I think about this, and, and again, we're going to get into... Um, the, the faces of it what what do we call it the faces of colorado it's faces first, and stories of colorado agriculture yeah and and i think that's cool to connect i mean here's a story here's a face uh you be the judge you, mm -hmm. you want to source from that farm or here's where they're at for a farmer's market that information's disseminated through you guys mm -hmm. is there a website people can get more information with that coloradoproud.org we have all of our um members listed their recipes i got a cool calendar. recipe printed out august recipe it's a beet recipe. beet recipe jason morse okay. uh chef jason Moore. I and think it's i would jason. totally promote your uh facebook website as well all the videos for colorado proud faces of like, agriculture are on here and you get to 
just click on these. We're, we're so excited about videos, our Facebook yeah. um, videos, and they're just blowing up. It's uh, we sent GoPro cameras to farmers across the state and had them wear them for a few Fun. days. Fun, right? and uh, it's really great to see the video footage that uh-huh. comes back. And then we put together these little short snippets that they're talking about their farms and what they're growing and how they're growing them and uh, the growing the products. Cool. And um, it, it's great to give people a glimpse into the daily life of a farm and Let's- a branch. Yeah, let's face it, um, you know, you you live in an urban environment. The closest thing a lot of people come to a farm is a farmer's market Mm -hmm. in the parking lot, Mm -hmm. uh, which is fine. I mean, that's the world we live in today. So funny, Jay, and side note, Jay said to me the other day, we had a gal that is really into, you know, all organic and everything. Great. You know, love that, that you're doing that for yourself. Jay says, uh, you know, organic. Okay. Well, what my, my body's lucky. It's getting an apple, no matter where it's, it's lucky. It's even getting an apple in there. And I think some people's mentality is that, but when you get into sourcing and you get into, um, what, you know, where your food's coming from, where the farm is, I have to imagine that the, um, the demographic of people are very particular about the food and the sourcing and how it's grown and and the climate of which and and those types of things are you finding that that there is a need for more and different precise labeling within the Colorado Proud um, umbrella? Are you seeing that, that there's a demand for that as well? I think, again, consumers really do want to know more about those products. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, they want to hear the stories and uh, know everything about the product that's ending up on, on their plate. And so uh, our logo identifies it as being Colorado, but we hope with our other efforts in sharing the information from the farmers too, that it helps provide that information that consumers are really looking for. Uh, Greg, Jay Parker, I this just like going to be just golden. <laughs> whatever you have to say this is gonna be gold well i just want to throw out there i think that what they're doing at colorado proud is uh, nothing short of uh, amazing in the sense of giving this information to the a the people that are seeking it out which is fantastic but it's almost like i'm thinking about the people myself included that before doing this show never really put too much thought into where my food is coming from and the the irony in that considering it's what's keeping me alive right you're more interested on a day-to-day basis about what's coming on HBO and and when you're focusing and using your and not to get too deep but you're using your energy and channeling it into what's on TV or where when it's like take a little bit of it and and look at what's keeping you alive and what it's doing to your body and where it comes and and so you know like I say that's where my brain goes that I think it's an amazing thing that that's making it easier for people like me to find out that information on what I'm what where my food is coming from and therefore what I'm putting in my body. Well, and I hope people appreciate um, the hard work that goes into producing food for people, uh, a high-quality, um, affordable, abundant food supply. I want you to think about that little jalapeno plant and how right. hard and who's, who, yeah, who planted it. Right, and, and how much water hey, it Wendy took White, to that You'd jalapeno. be proud of me. I'm doing my part. I'm doing so my part. Think of these farming and ranching families out yeah. in Colorado all across the state working to produce acres of food for people and when we get a hailstorm or floods or a drought or whatever it may be um, that certainly affects their their livelihood and the 
products that they're able to you give mean us. they don't just plant it and walk away and then come <laughs> back in six months and collect all the money that's not how There's it works a lot of love no. that goes into you gotta that. watch these videos and you yeah. get a little sample of what it's like to be a farmer in colorado how you doing on time is wendy white i'm i'm here okay let's uh, let's do this we'll take a quick break we'll come back uh, colorado proud launches faces and stories of colorado agriculture uh, a couple of th- I mean, first of all we want to figure this uh program out and what's going on with that but we also want to talk about um, colorado and and the great state that we live in and some of the great produce that's uh produced right here in our state like the top stuff do you know what it is absolutely it's do you want to know well, yeah when we get back i think other people <laughs> want to too also in the kitchen that'll be at 6 45 uh, 6 50 uh, we'll we'll catch up with Briar Common. They have a new chef, and it's a chef that's familiar to the show, and we're familiar with him, Chef DJ Nagel and uh, Briar Common. We really like this place. It's a brew, a brew pub, right? Brew pub, brew pub, full kitchen, uh, full. Uh, mm-hmm. And they full, really full put beer. an emphasis on their food. They mm-hmm. do. It's very good. Uh, that was another. Have you been there? I Nick? have. Yeah. Okay, not with us. So. Well, I, we. I used <laughs> Sorry, to the stadium. No, it was like before. It was like when they first opened. What a cool little neighborhood, yeah, though. Jefferson Park is killing it like i'm a denver native and i and i'm and i'm like where am i am i in like san francisco there's some great things it's really there. cool mm-hmm. we'll talk about briar common and chef dj nagel but in the meantime and in between time wendy white she is uh sitting here with us in studio in the iheart studios and colorado proud is what we're talking about we'll come back and we'll talk about colorado proud launching faces and stories of agriculture colorado agriculture which is just bringing you closer to the uh, purveyors and farmers and and ranchers and all the great things in our state uh so much of it that um it's really surprising we've had it we've had opportunities to broadcast from some farms and uh it's just really neat when you get into uh, what these people do you said two percent wendy two percent yeah nationwide two percent of the population produces the food for the rest of us would you take a break so we can ask her about that when we get back would you do that <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thanks for uh, adding to that last segment, Jeff. <laughs> You're welcome. You're Thumbs welcome. up, man. Yeah. You, you never yeah. disappoint. All right. Back in a flash right here on the Modern Eater Show. So maybe you have a restaurant and aren't making as much money as you'd like. Perhaps you need help with food costs or ideas on improving your menu. Get help now. Email Greg and the chef today. Eater at gmail.com. What is it, Cooper? Brews beers? Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery? And dogs are welcome? Good boy, Cooper! Bruges Beers. Sip on classic Belgian styles and unique Belgian-inspired beers. They also have a large selection of award-winning, small-batch, handcrafted artisan ales, daily food trucks, and plenty of free parking. On Mondays, enjoy half-price drafts. Tuesdays, it's half-price crowlers. Wednesdays is trivia night. And don't miss American Craft Beer Week, May 15th through the 21st. If you like Belgian beers, Bruges Beers is the best place to hang in Colorado. 67th and Pecos in Midtown. Call 303 beer that's 303-650-2337 and online at brewsbeers b-r-u-z beers.com beer always tastes better and fresher when it comes right out of the tap now you don't have to go to a bar to get the same great taste with man can The Man Can is a sturdy, stainless steel, one-gallon, keg-style craft beer growler. Man Can. It's like a mini craft brewery that travels with you. Camping, 
tailgating, up in the mountains, wherever. Perfect for get-togethers. You can keep eight pints of your favorite beer fresh in every man can. Here's how it works. Fill the man can at your favorite brewery or tap station. It keeps beer fresh and carbonated with an awesome pressurized CO2 tap system. The man can is virtually indestructible and gives you a perfect pour every time. It makes pouring craft beer easy, even from the fridge. The man can. A great gift for those who love fresh beer. Wherever you go, bring fresh beer. Get yours today online at mancan.beer. That's mancan.beer. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. The Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Right back at it, 640 on 630 KHOW. Greg Holland back, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olds. Just having fun. I mean, this is great. I'm having fun and learning uh, things, and hopefully you're enjoying this as well. With Wendy White, uh, Colorado Proud, and uh, you see the labeling everywhere. Wendy, on your Facebook page right now, um, I think this is some place I'll probably live for quite some time. Well, welcome to our world. (laughs) And participate. Uh, I mean, you guys mean it. You're really connecting uh, people, the consumers with the farms and produce of Colorado. And, and I'm very proud of you guys. This is great. Well, thanks. We really hope that we share those stories and not just of the variety of products that we have available in Colorado, but the diversity of our producers, too. I mean, we have multi-generational farmers and ranchers that are fourth, fifth, sixth generation. We have beginning farmers and ranchers and 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 women farmers who are who are so dedicated to their to their families and their farms. So it's really exciting to see uh, the variety of products and farmers and ranchers in Colorado. Field trip, Jones Farms, organics. These people look great right here, and I think I could convince them to let me stay for a day or two. I'm Probably. sure they have you. <laughs> <laughs> I can put in a good for you. It's just like lovely people. and you, I mean, the stories, I mean, you look at these faces, and they have so many stories, and here they are in the lovely state that we reside in, in Colorado. Um so here it is campaign first of all august uh colorado proud month right it is every year the governor proclaims august as colorado proud month it's really our time to shine when we have so many things available and uh the illustrious farmers markets that seem to be um everywhere right now i mean what a demand we have over 100 uh, farmers markets all across the state and a great publication that we offer through the department is the colorado farm fresh directory which is on our website lists all the farmers markets roadside stands you picks agritourism activities wineries great little publication for people to pick up and throw in their car for the summer i spent a day it was a couple years back but a day with um a farm that that is at a farm, farmer's market and what their day, what it's like when they begin their day very, very early. The the things that they get for people, the, the bringing it, it to the farmer's market, uh, selling what they can. I mean, listen, it's, it, it's a tough world out there when you're a farmer and getting your food so it's actually eaten. You know, I mean, you'd think, okay, here's the food. It's going to get eaten. No, that's not the case. You got to get it to the 
places of where people will eat it. Uh, some of the things that it, top produce in Colorado. Well, it's really interesting uh, what actually is the top I, I, agricultural I, products and what people think. We just all right, guess we, Nikki. <laughs> uh, well, okay, right. Like as a consumer, you hear a lot about. Rocky Mountain, Rocky Ford, cantaloupe. I'm and going peach, safe. And peach, peaches. Peaches, yeah. I was going to go safe. And then cattle. And uh, yeah, that's going to be my three. But that's because I'm a consumer and I'm at the market, right? Yeah. All right. Let's have uh, Wendy uh, to just go ahead and tell us what they are. <laughs> Jay. Well, <laughs> you would say celery. It's fine. <laughs> Greg's growing jalapeno. Hey, He's growing jalapeno. Good climate for that. I got the morning sun and, and uh, listen, leave, leave him alone. When yeah. we do ask people, you know, it is the Palisade peaches, the sure. Rocky Ford cantaloupe, the sweet corn. That's what people think we are the top uh, crops in Colorado. In actuality, the top is cattle. Cattle and calves is uh, huge. Uh, dairy products, Believe big it. corn, and this is field corn to feed the livestock, not sweet okay, corn. Okay, okay, I'm with you. Okay, uh, wheat and hay. So those are sort oh. of the top five products that we produce agriculturally here in Colorado. And cattle's at the top. Top. So our that. farmers markets yeah. are full of produce. Yeah, um, which is great to go, see. Yeah, go on down the line. I mean, you're getting uh, name some stuff that people can grab at their local farmers market. Just about everything. Yeah. If it's not citrus or tropical fruits, avocados, we can pretty much grow it here in Colorado, and you can find it at the farmers market. It's really exciting to see what some producers are growing. We're seeing a an increase in lavender, especially mm-hmm. on the western slope. So uh, and hops. With the demand from the craft brewers, oh, uh, cool. we're really finding Colorado is is a good climate for growing hops and a new market opportunity for them. Wendy, uh, let me ask you this question. Uh, my name's Jay Parker. Uh, as a spokesperson for Colorado Proud, when you go to the farmer's market, what do you get? What's, yeah. your, what's your number one go-to? You're like, I'm not passing this up. Even if I have some at home, I'm going to get one more or two more. Now, why would you put me on the spot? Uh, I, well, love, I love you know, all Colorado products. Well, I know, but products, they're know. like children to her. Good <laughs> yeah, answer, right. Wendy. Well, listen, I just mean your personal taste buds. That's where I'm going. I'm not saying, you know, you get, don't make somebody cry, but I mean, you, nobody She's can She's partial to for, jalapeno. Yeah, I mean, if you're okay. allergic to, you know, peaches, they can't blame you for not eating their peaches that's all i'm saying i love it oh good stuff Uh, a lasting um uh, thought for for our listeners well i I just really encourage people to get connected so visit us at coloradoproud.org find us on facebook we're going to be at several events in the next coming coming weeks we're going to be at the history colorado center on august 1st to celebrate colorado's 141st birthday it's free museum admission that day we're going to be at the Denver Union Station Farmers Market on August 5th, the South Pearl Farmers Market on August 6th, and the Boulder Farmers Market on August 23rd. Lots of opportunities to get connected. And then our wine friends are having a Governor's Cup tasting on Thursday, August 3rd at History Colorado as well. So all that information is available online. Are you going to be at any or all of these places? I am going to be. I am Colorado proud. This is, this is it. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> worth the price of admission right there. When, when, we, when we in between shows here, I'm going to find out what she said, yeah, what uh-huh. she likes from the farmer's market, all right? I'm just everything. saying, I'm curious. Yeah. It's like She a, buys yeah. one of everything I'm from so, every stall. I'm so curious. <laughs> uh, again, check out their Facebook. I mean, I'm just enamored by looking through it. There's so much great information, um, so many great things. It's like, I just want to read and read and read. And I'm looking at uh, great-grandpa uh, mm-hmm. is it 
Colvia Jones in 1925 was carried on by his grandpa Jim when they returned from World War II. The farm has been family run almost a hundred years. Great, great uh, information about what we're seeing here. And think about where your food comes from, and this is a great place to find out. I mean, yeah. it's uh, you know, like I say, I don't like to get too deep with stuff, but I mean, it's keeping you alive. Yeah, you know, learn about where it comes from, and I think Colorado Proud is just a, a great start. Look at these purple uh, Majesty potatoes they on this way; so it's just good. so vibrant and um, just de- just delicious looking. And uh, I'm going to u- really use this as a resource and and uh, you know continued success. Not I hope it's okay. successful. It's going to be continued success and and to just grow and continue on. And please uh, give us any updates or whatever we can do to help out and spread the word for you guys. Absolutely. I think it's very important. We appreciate it. And just know that these farmers and ranchers have a, a pride and a passion for producing food for, for everyone. I mean, they'd have to. They're right. feeding people like Jay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, listen, I've got in my canister over here, I've got some, I've got some fresh spinach, some fresh yeah. ginger, some I fresh uh, You've basil. come a long way. So somebody's, long way. somebody's growing like that, that somewhere. I like that. Yeah. Uh, thanks again. Thank you. There she is, Wendy White, spokesperson, Colorado Proud. Um, more information, again, give the website. ColoradoProud.org, and you can find us on Facebook. Delicious. There you go. All right. Uh, he's going to have a little bit of time. We, we, we stuck around with Wendy for a while, but uh, Chef DJ Nagel, it's worth saying, Briar Comet has a new chef, and we're going to scream it from the rooftops of iHeartRadio, and that'll be next right here on the Modern Eater Show of iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Modern Eater. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. Tap house. Pizzeria. Mamma mia, it's a mouse. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria. Named one of the hottest new bars in Denver by Zagat. 60 rotating taps dedicated to delicious craft beer. With permanent Russian River blind pig handle. The Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, the most heavenly pizza you've ever tasted. The freshest ingredients baked to perfection. This menu, they use the same ingredients that they use to make it a craft beer. With two outdoor patios, including a rooftop deck, with a majestic view of downtown Denver, located just a mile north of Coors Field. Let's play ball! 3901 Fox Street in Denver. It's a tap house. It's a pizzeria. It's It's both. The Crafty Fox Pizzeria and Tap House, where craft is their middle name. Check them out at craftyfox.beer. You're thirsty. You want a drink, a swig, something to quaff, imbibe. You want bogeys, beer, and wine. 400 craft beers. We're talking lagers, suds, brewskis, you name it, they got it. 170 whiskeys, hooch, moonshine, bourbon, scotch. It's enough for any gin joint. The guy who runs it? Kyle Moyer. He's a connoisseur. Guy really knows his stuff. You want wine? Kyle says there's plenty of great wine right here. Local, you know. Family owned. Make your taste buds come alive. Bogey's Beer and Wine. It's a shop, a store, an emporium, a flavor factory for distilled spirits. Right next to the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria, near I-25 and 38th on Fox Street. You like beer, whiskey, and wine? This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Go to bogeysbeer.com. All right, we'll get to uh, In the Kitchen momentarily, but I have to tell you about the Goods Restaurant. We met with Mark Whistler, and actually in the next hour, Mark's going to come on. 
uh, in the drinker show to talk about his bar menu, but it's not uh, so much involved in the goods restaurant. Jay and I get down there about once a week, and I got to tell you, it's it's connected to the tattered cover building on East Colfax, um, right across uh, right across the street from East High School, and they have so many things going on. But one of the things that w- was uh, highlighted to us is their happy hour. They do one from three to six, and then again from nine to close, which that you can appreciate that, right, Jay? There's a ton of people that can appreciate that that don't get off work until nine or ten o'clock. And so even further than that, this is where every night. Yeah. Every night. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So can you imagine nine o'clock until close on a Friday, Saturday night? That's right. Kind of a no brainer and very centrally located. Uh, Great patio, which is cool. Super dog friendly. Mark's dog, Dharma Karma. Mm -hmm. Cutest little dog you've ever (laughs) seen in your life. You've got to meet Dharma Karma. And their brunch. Here's one of the things. And and he mentioned this. And I don't know if it's true. If if it's not, I'm sure we'll hear about it. But the only brunch. Get this, Chef Nikki. So if you buy the uh, bottomless mimosas, you don't have to stop there. You can have. uh, It's interchangeable. So you can go from a a mimosa to a bloody to a mule what? to a and it just it, it doesn't end they're really hooking it up that's awesome uh, new menu which you have to look at uh, just very cool uh, the 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 kitchen is fantastic with that wood fire oven uh, very cool it, everything we have ever had there is delicious and yeah. that's straight up and attention to quality I mean Mark was really out there I mean listen <laughs> I don't even know if he wants us to say this but we got lunch together and, and he had a salad come out and he was like I want to make sure this is enough chicken he brought his scale out and he weighed it just to him. see consistency. Hey, listen, you got to check on that kind of stuff. That's great. And he did. He waited. And, and uh, so it was on point. And, and dude, consistency is the name of the game. Delicious menu items. He, and he wants to make sure you're getting your money's worth. And you really will. If you go to the Goods restaurant, wait till you hear from Mark Whistler in the next hour. Um, just a, a great guy that cares about his neighborhood. And he's active. There's this thing called Next Door. I'm getting way into the weeds. But in Cherry Creek's Next Door, you see Mark Whistler on there all the time. And he cares about the community. Do you see that too, Nikki? I do. Yeah. You see that as well. I do. There's somebody that obviously works for him and he really cares about the guy. Yeah. And he, I was asking his neighbors, is there if somebody out there, I'm going to vouch for this kid. Right. I want to get him an apartment, yeah. oh, a, uh, an apartment or a room somewhere, yeah. which, which is so cool. So the goods restaurant, go give, give him a shot. There's yeah. so many things. And Wednesdays, children eat for free. So kid friendly. They've got a room uh, that, that is built just for kids. Get down there and see him at two, 550 East Colfax Avenue uh, right here in Denver attached to the tattered cover building you'll hear more about the goods restaurant if you're uh, so inclined in the next hour on the drinker show whose cuisine reigns supreme you're listening to the modern eater show the ultimate gourmet challenge and it's time for in the kitchen All right, let's jump into the kitchen right now. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Chef Nikki Olst, and this gentleman right now. I don't know if he's in the kitchen or not, but let's welcome him to the show. Uh, Briar Common, uh, it's a brew pub, and it's a great one. Chef DJ Nagel has taken the helm. Chef DJ, how are you, sir? Doing well yourself, guys? Doing great. Are you in the kitchen tonight? I am actually standing in between the kitchen and the brewery, so uh, we've got a fire engine going out past us right now. I hope you can hear it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. We we love it when we get a chef in the kitchen. But uh, you're a friend of the show. We've crossed paths before. 
Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Doing a little oysters at Blue Whale Oyster Bar, now I'm here. Uh, well, w- welcome to Briar Common. You must be thrilled, and there you are. Uh, it, you know, you say brew pr- pub, and people think brewery first, but these guys, I'm telling you, uh, Greg and Kent. Greg and Kent, yeah. They, they, really, they pay attention to their food. They love food, and they want to have a great uh, menu. So there they go. They spend a million dollars and bring you in there. Yeah, uh, well, not yet. Hopefully we'll get to a million dollars. It'll be great. But uh, we're doing okay. You know, Greg, Greg did a great job with the, with the beer, and he just wanted to match it up with some really good food. So just uh, just kind of bringing it back to, to what I know and doing a little bit of really kind of upscale comfort. Got some, you know, put a burger, couple burgers on the menu that are just killing it. So we're, we're kind of we're being a, doing a little burger thing right now, so. So I'm looking forward to looking forward to see what the future brings. So Chef DJ Nagel, down Pryor Common. Um, we we have to tell you we were in there a few weeks back before before you got. I mean, I think days before you got there. And I got to tell you, food wasn't food wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad at all. They were they were doing pretty good. But they were so excited and looking forward to you getting in there. What do you do as a chef of uh, not a new chef, but a new job? Where it's like getting a new used car. You know, what do you yeah. do when you get in? there and you say uh, i mean do you just uh, a new broom sweeps clean or do you check it out and see what's going on where, where do you begin you know, chef we uh we kind of saw some things on the menu that could you know could stay and had some legs here but uh, i think greg and kent wanted to uh kind of see a good change and and uh bring a little bit of uh a little bit of my style to the food i've got a pretty i've been around them for for a while now and i think i've got a pretty good name for what i do we'll do you know some of my food now some of the things that i've done here in the past and in Denver, kind of develop a little bit of, uh, of what I think Briar Common and a gastro brew pub should be. Um, looking at, uh, you know, some good burgers, bringing in some good products. You know, well, right now we're just kind of, I'm just kind of getting my feet wet as far as getting the guys that I have here in the kitchen, uh, who, by the way, are a great, great crew. I have a really good crew. I'm really happy with these guys. But um, just kind of getting their feet wet and seeing where we're doing with business. You know, we've seen a good a pretty good spike in some business over the weekend, a new brunch, brunch, brunch menu items for the last couple of weeks, and uh, and went and rolled out a whole new menu um, just through this week. So, you know, just everybody's kind of just kind of doing what we do, so having fun with it. Been kind of busy, eh? Uh, really nice, uh, really nice little bump in, in what we've done um, for sales. So hopefully this is kind of the sign of things to come, you know. Everybody's going to get a good... Um, a good feeling for uh, for what I'm doing here and my input here in, at Briar Common, and then uh, we'll kind of move to the future and see uh, see if we can uh, really make something happen here. Here it is with about a minute left, and I think this is kind of cool. There you are at a brewery. Do you take it full advantage of? Here, here we go. We have um, beer to play with, maybe with our food. Oh yeah, you know we did we did the brew frau and then we did the big eat. So and those were you know that was my first day coming in here and just putting the dish together with our. Um, with our single hop IPA, we did a salmon poke with some avocado and grapefruit kind of matching up the real flavors of that beer. And that was like my first morning. I come in, I have a cup of coffee. Greg comes in from the brewery, puts a beer next to my uh, next to my cup of coffee. And he says, welcome, here's what we're tasting right now. So um, I have to get kind of used to into that, you know, the beer culture where it's, uh, you know, could be beer, could be all the time. Who knows? You know, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, we're... Uh, we're tasting, or going from there. So hey, it's kind of interesting. Chef, we're going to get in there and see you ASAP, but I have to tell people at uh, 2298 Clay Street in Denver, just a really cool neighborhood. Chef DJ Nagel, thanks so much. Briar Common, 